This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Want a great way to recognize your employees? Check out Custom Inc. Have you ever thought about doing something special for your customers? Custom Inc. can do that too. And wouldn't your team love some custom gear? Custom Inc. is ready. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Plus, everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at custominc.com. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Coleman, and joining me right now is Emilio Donnell. He was at the match for Fulham against Liverpool. It was a 2-1 to loss. This is our initial reaction to the loss. So, Emilio, I'm just going to bring you right on. Just give me your opening reaction to this match. Hi, Russ. Um, the usual, really. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there have been times this season where you know we start to dominate. No one expects us to beat Liverpool, so let's be very honest. No. But you know, our performance in the second half, we had more courage, more fight. Just like Chelsea. Bravery. Yeah, Chelsea, Tottenham games. You know, these are both, all these games, you, you reflect and said, well, we never expected to get anything from those games, but we shoot ourselves in the foot. We make one mistake, bang, we lose, we come away pointless. It's just, it's disappointing because we we were hurting Liverpool. Liverpool weren't, weren't making, creating as many clear-cut chances as you'd normally expect them to do. And that's a testament to the way we were set up and the way we played. You know, we've done well to get back into the game, a deserved equaliser based on our sort of second half performance. And then, you know, the, the, the controversial issue at the end, you know, was it a penalty, was it not a penalty? And, yep. and at the end of the day, whether it was or not, we've come away pointless. Then we could have got away with a point, again, possibly even three, you never know. I know. There's funny things happen in football with 10 minutes on the board before that penalty. We, we would have pushed on chasing a victory and uh, but the mistake or... The decision by the referee cost us, you know, cost us at least a point. Today. But you know, let's take some courage from that. It's not going to make it's not going to make a difference to our season no. whether we stay up or not. But if we play like that, you know, for the rest of the season, we'll get more points. But it's too little, too late at the end of the day. You know, these are the games that we should have been picking up points throughout the season, not relying on a point here and there against Liverpool, point here and there against Chelsea. But the damage has been done now, and all we can do is go to the next game and continue to play. You know, 
to the best of our ability and hopefully we can get some points and make some surprises in this division. But it's disappointing coming away when you've played well against arguably the second best team in the country and you come away pointless. It is disappointing, Emilio. And it's funny because uh, I kept telling myself first half, you know, again, first half it was all Liverpool. Give them credit. Mm. They could have been up more than a goal, but they were up one. I'm just saying get to half. Then let's see if Scott Parker can get the team energized for the second half, like what happened against Chelsea. Now, the second half Mm. didn't start off like the Chelsea match, but something happened midway into the second half, and then all of a sudden, Fulham were creating chances. And I'll just mention this, that on the broadcast that I was watching, they pointed towards a turning point, was Surrey coming off and Cessna Young coming on and and things looking a little bit Mm -hmm. different. All, All of a sudden now opportunities were coming for Fulham. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, obviously they get the goal and then we have the controversial moment. But uh, I will just say this. My initial reaction is the winner, the penalty. I will just say it's called. I will agree that it's called. But if you watch this and you tell me that Sadio Mane did not dive, then uh, we're going to disagree on that. So, yes, it's called. It's yeah. really a terrible way to lose a match. and. If Liverpool win the title, they might look back to this moment, and that's just going to be an interesting way to look at how you won a title mm-hmm. on a controversial moment. And sorry, it, it's controversial. This, you know, again, we have a friend, Steve Woodard. He, he basically said it's a penalty, and I understand where he's coming from because as a ref, when you're looking at it, Emilio, and you see someone go mm-hmm. down like that, and you see Rico with his arms basically around him, but then he pulls it back. Is it simultaneous when he goes down? I don't know, but it was really just exaggerated him going down. But blame for that situation starts with Sergio Rico. So I want to start and I there. Think, yeah, and I think obviously I've just obviously just come back from the games. I've not had the luxury of seeing the replays, but you know VAR next season will take away or hopefully reduce a lot of these controversial yes. moments. You know, if this went if that went to VAR. It may not have been as clear cut as what some of the people are saying. And I mean, the referees have got a difficult job. You know, they do. A, they've got split moments, split second to make a decision. And in my view as well, without necessarily seeing it, if, if the goalkeeper is not convincing at first and gives an opportunity for the referee to call it, exactly. then that, that's, a, that's, that's a why it's on Rico to that's begin with. So yes. We've said two instances, there's two moments to this. You know, there's A, a mistake from Rico. And be the controversial yep. decision. Now, if there's no mistake, there'd be no, there's no reason for a controversial decision. So Correct. you give the, the officials the opportunity to to make a call. And you know, the the referee had a split second to make that call. The linesman said, "Yeah, go ahead, give it the penalty." So it's but when when luck's not on your side, that's what happens. You right. know, it's, it's been the story of our season. There's been time and time again where we've not had luck. We haven't had the run of the ball. Decisions haven't gone our way combined with the consistent mistakes that we're making defensively in particular, then we've got no chance. And that's just, it's just frustrating. And it just really sums up our season. You know, as soon as you start to play a little bit more organized, you know, offensively creating chances and hurting top class opposition, it just takes one mistake. Right. Or, you know, and then if Rico doesn't make that mistake, then I don't think that, um, Liverpool would, would have got anything, wouldn't have got the winner. To be honest, I think we would have held on for at least a point today. But that's football, I'm afraid. And uh, yeah, it is. we have to pick ourselves up go to the next game and hopefully against Man City we can give them a run for their money as well. But it's uh, it's frustrating. But it just sums up our season. So, you know, oh, it does. You can't keep making it's mistakes. It's a microcosm of the season, Emilio. Exactly. It's just, but when the chips are down, that's the thing. Whenever things don't go according to plan or 
if you haven't got the run of the ball, decisions don't go your way. And no, they don't. It's the same to Fulham fans and around the world. We just don't seem to be getting the rub of the green. And it's just, just, just what the season's over and done with. If I was to be totally honest, it's just frustrating. Going every game and losing and losing and losing. But three home games, Tottenham, Chelsea and Liverpool, we've lost 2-1. But you could argue in all of those games, we should have got something from each of them. <laughs> You can make that argument. And and listen, yeah. to be fair, Emilio, because I said this to you and I want to be fair here, because you asked me about the uh, situation with Aite being offside. He was clearly offside. So I can't come on and say, you know what, that's controversial because it's not. It was clear cut. You know, yeah, and, that was in front of me. Yeah, that yeah. was in front of me. I, you know, I, I saw no, there was, it, was, it was quite clear it was an offside. You know, yes, we would like decisions to go away, but, you know, We'd be disappointed or frustrated <laughs> if, if if it went the other way. So it's uh, I think that that was a fair, it was a right call. It was offside right in front of me. Right. But the other one will 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 create more speculation and more controversy. But VAR hopefully will take away a lot of that next season in the Premier League. So um, but you know you yeah, know how listen. much I dislike Liverpool. Yeah, I've got a lot of history against <laughs> Liverpool. And the bit, the only the one game in the season or two games in the season I wish Fulham to take points from are first Newcastle and then Liverpool. They're the first two, you know, and. It would be nice. I'm there, to take I'm there the with you and, with Newcastle. You know, I, you know and hopefully I'm stop totally them in the Premier you. League. But uh, I don't like Guardiola and I don't like Liverpool. But I like Guardiola more than I like Liverpool. Therefore, <laughs> I want a team to win the Premier League. It's more Manchester well, City than Liverpool. So, sure. Well, we have an opportunity to help Liverpool, and I know that won't <laughs> be a, a good service to you because I understand that, that you don't like Liverpool, but you obviously you would like to see us get something from Man City, which I think is going to be harder because I actually think, you know, it's a better matchup for Man City. That I, I think we match up better with Liverpool than we do Man City. I thought that the first time, and I thought that again. I think Man City mm. was, it's going to have their time with us, and I'll say that right now. I expect that to not be close. I thought this would be close. I actually predicted the score, Emilio. I, I predicted two to one okay. to Liverpool. I'm not proud of that, but I did predict the <laughs> score. But coming out of this, and what's frustrating about this is that, like I mentioned, with the Chelsea match, when you saw Fulham really play well in the second half, and you know, and then I would hear the comments, well, Chelsea were mm-hmm. only in first or second gear. Okay, but I think you're not giving enough credit to Fulham. Second yeah. half, like I said, for Fulham overall, I thought they actually probably deserved to get something from this match. And that's the frustrating part of it. They yeah. were more positive, especially when they made the substitution. It just worked for whatever reason. It, it worked. And all of a sudden, Fulham were getting space. They were creating opportunities. And they were looking dangerous where we mm. really weren't seeing that the majority of the match. I mean, so I'm going to give Scott Parker some credit here. Because he yeah, absolutely. made absolutely. a switch, and it, I, I think it actually worked. Yeah, you know, then, you know, when we saw the lineup, you know, we were, there were a few, few changes from last week's game. There, there would have been a few eyebrows raised, but uh, ultimately, first half, although Liverpool, what was they, was they dominated the right way? They had a lot of possession. They looked dangerous and very quick, yep. as you'd expect. But I thought defensively, we looked very solid. You know, Callum Chambers kept some good blocks. Joe Bryan had an excellent first half. Um, you know, Tim Ream, you know, was doing well to keep up with Salah and etc. So they, who tough, would ever thought way. Tim Ream defending against um, most Salah in the Premier League? <laughs> you know, two years ago, you wouldn't, have, you would be calling, you know, in living in dreamland if that was the case. So, yeah. but he did well to to marshal Salah and Fossumens. So, you know, the goal that we conceded the first half, I thought he should have carried on chasing the ball rather than trying to 
put his hand up claiming offside. So you, you know, that was that was a basic mistake. And but again, Liverpool had you know, we had a line of five players. I recall watching that first goal. That's you know, the line. But they the the, the guys found the slightly money in the in the box. And he just calmly part, you know, poked the ball in the back of the net. But bad defending. You know, we should have been a lot more mature there. But again, we struggled with the pace of Liverpool. But there's some positives there today. Like I said, Joe Bryan first half. Uh, I think this Callum Chambers did well in central defence. You know, Anguissa for me was man of the match. He was passing the ball quickly. A few few balls went astray, but overall he was keeping the ball moving nicely and playing forward and not giving the ball away cheaply, which is good to see. And he's growing with confidence every game. And I've said this a couple of times now in the last few weeks. So I'd like to see him continue to show his authority in midfield. And you know, Babel I thought had his best game for a while. You know, you know, yeah. I thought you know Babel maybe hasn't had the the goals return that we expected from him when he signed, but today he looked a bit of a threat. Maybe you know so. He can continue to play at that that intensity and that pace. Maybe we might see a few more goals that he bangs in at the end of the season. But it's you know, some positive. Let's take away the positives as well, yeah. rather than rather than the refereeing potential refereeing controversies there. Yeah. Well, I'm going to share with you some quotes real quick, Emilio, from Scott Parker after the match. This is from Ryan O'Donovan on Football London. He was at the presser, so I'm just going to read some of these to you. It's funny because. One of this section says, any positives? And here is the quote from Scott Parker. Quote, there were big pauses. We played against the best counterattacking team in Europe. We need to stay in the game. And we did that first half. And there were some massive positives where the players took the front foot and we got back into the game. Unquote. So that's talking about positives. And here's what he had to say about the penalty situation. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. Scott Parker. This quote comes from football.london, from Ryan O'Donovan. He was at Parker's mm-hmm. presser. This is uh, from Scott Parker. Quote, yeah, I think so. Nine out of ten, you don't think rationally. Sergio wanted to make amends, unquote. So Scott Parker believes that it was a penalty. I've seen it called. I just wish, you know, that, again, we had VAR to mm-hmm. be conclusive on this because I, I, I would just like people to watch it back and you tell me. If that mm-hmm. was Fulham who were on the other end of that and your player went down like that, do you think that it's the right call? That's all I'm going to say. Just look at it again yeah. and just be honest with yourself You know, because mm-hmm. I'm just saying if that was Mitrovic and he went down and we won the match, I would say, you know what, Fulham were fortunate, Emilio. They were very mm-hmm. fortunate because Emilio, he went down and it's a dive to me. I would have said that on yeah. this show. That's just me. So, anyway, if we look at those two comments and from Parks, I think first one it echoes what I said. There were lots of positives from that game, and right. this Liverpool team went to Bayern Munich last week, had the balls to go there and win three-one. You know, not many teams go go to Bayern Munich and get a point, let alone that's right convincingly winning three-one. So that's you know the fact that we we stayed in the game in the first half, although we didn't have we didn't trouble their keeper, we stayed in the game. Once it's one nil, and then another team is dominating and not taking their chances or, or creating enough chance clear-cut chances, then You've always got the chance, and that's what we did. Second half, we, like we spoke at half-time, and we, yep. we felt there was an opportunity for us to grab something whilst it was 1-0 if we just stepped it up a bit, and we did. Yep. And unfortunately, Scott Parker's point there on the second point that he made was Rico tried to make amends. So, you know, yep. so his, his view is it was a mistake, and we, 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 take, we, let, we learn from that and move on. Let's right. put a poll out there on Cottage Talk uh, Twitter after, after this recording, and uh, let's see what the fans think. You know, let's see, and let's see, and then you, we can reflect on that in the post-match show tomorrow. Okay. Whether the fans not... believe it was it was it was a penalty or not, but after they've reviewed it, 
know, but uh, all I can go by is what I've what I've sure. heard and what you've told me and what Parker's saying to me. But it seems to be leaning towards more of yes, it was a penalty rather than it wasn't. But right, you know, and again, absolutely, and I, I will put it out there because it's controversial. And all I'm going to say is uh, I understand why people are saying it's called it's a penalty because it looks like a penalty. But I'm just going to ask you, did Sadio Mane dive, meaning was there simulation there? Because I think there was. So it's just one of these situations that we can talk about. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I will definitely put up a poll. That's a, a very good idea, Emilio. I will. Before we go, I do have to mention this. You you and I talked about this off air about Engisa. Mm-hmm. And I have a quote <laughs> from Scott Parker who talks mm-hmm. about Engisa. So here's the quote from Scott Parker. Quote, he was superb today. He's had a mm-hmm. difficult time coming in with a big transfer fee, anyone in his position in any team, they're trying to get up to the pace of the Premier League. Unquote. Emilio, we've said this time and time again about Ingisa. So maybe he's finally coming good after a long season. Absolutely. You know, I was critical of him, as you know, um, before he got his injury before Christmas. He got sent off against Man United. And I was, when I went on, I think it was on Love Sport Radio, I actually said he was he was playing like a headless chicken, I quote. That's yep. something I remember I saying, remember. But... You know, and then, but suddenly, you know, since he came back from injury, you know, let's, you know, we've been saying let's utilise him. And I thought he had a good game against West Ham when he came up sub. Um, against Chelsea, he came on and made a difference when he. And we're starting to see a guy, a guy growing with confidence. And you know, he's he made some good twists and turns, some nice touches, some nice flicks. Yes, he gave the ball away, and you know, all 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 players, whether you could or not, make mistakes and give the ball away. But I'm seeing a guy growing with confidence, and if we've got the right manager to give him that level of confidence, maturity, and someone to, to lean on, you know, we might, we might see a very good player next season. If we can retain him in the championship, he could be the surprise player of the season next year in the championship. And uh, that's what I'm just saying out there. I think this guy's got his young, he's got a lot of talent. If he's managed appropriately and we get, we get the best out of him, then we, we, we might get our transfer fee back in a few years' time. But, you know, yep. very good point. He was, like I said earlier, he was my man of the match. I thought yep. he, he kept the game moving quickly. And swiftly, and made some good timely interceptions. And uh, you, know, what, you can't ask for more than that from a defensive midfielder. Totally agree. He did his that's job what... today. He did his he job did. today very effectively. He did it, and that's why I, I thought that's a great way to end it. Because let's end on a positive in the play of uh, mm. uh, uh, Angisa. Because uh, obviously, you and Scott Parker are on the same page. It's very interesting. You guys are on the same page. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, let's... I'll manage for it. I'll go and do the job. I'll go be his assistant coach. Put that on Twitter. Should I be his assistant coach? Yes or no? That's pretty funny there, Emilio. All right. Well, let's wrap this up in full time. For Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.